Ladies and gentlemen, long time no talk, huh? Uh, how are you doing? This is Weekly Games Chat. Everybody, we are back live for the brand new year that is 2023. This is episode 386. Uh, my name is Sean. It's very good to to be here uh, and once again recording a podcast episode for you. Uh, we are joined by Chris today, uh, executive producer, premier himself, rocking that fantastic tunic shirt. Hey, if you listen to the uh, music spectacular, you would have known about this shirt because I mentioned it. Spoilers. Anyway, he's here. He's flo- he's flossing it right now. Chris, welcome to the show. It's good to, to see you in this in this discord channel (laughs) i wear gaming shirts because i'm on a gaming podcast i'm chris (laughs) and with that said chris did notice i have on a classic gap t-shirt you know the you know the brand uh well i got the hookup i got i got i got people that work there and we get the the discount so and they're very hey shout out to gap you guys got some very comfortable t-shirts i'm just saying Plus, you decide the G the G sweatshirt just was not gonna cut it for a podcast. Yeah, I've been rocking a Garth uh, Garth Brooks hoodie all day, and I was like, you know, what? let's just let's just take that off and and complete. You know, we we're very transparent here at the show, almost sometimes too transparent. I came strolling in here. We're supposed to be on air, ready to go at five thirty, with things lined up, and I stroll in about five thirty seven with a look to Chris, like, buddy, we got a show today. <laughs> Chris gives me the. No S Sherlock. Look, you know, I was, I was about a minute away from the call text, texting going like, so are you just taking a <laughs> dump? Like what's going on here? If you tell me you're at Walmart, I'm going to beat you down. <laughs> no, I, I got, I got, a, I, I, I got stuck at work. <laughs> and then when I got released from work, I went and I was kind of talking to my wife. Mm. Um, and, and then I was like, Oh crap, it's time to go. And she laughed, and then that happened. But yeah, so it's been a while. We do want to give a shout out for everybody, uh, to everybody watching us live. Record the show. This is we record on Tuesdays. If you hear this, you know via the normal route. Of course, you get this on a Wednesday. But we record live on Twitch.tv Weekly Games Chat. You can find this. You can you can go to it on your browser. You can have it on your app on your phone or wherever you want to. Twitch is super easy to get, download, and watch us. Uh, so we thank you for that. Um, yeah, this is the part of the show we call intro, right? Very basic, actually, or very intuitive. However, you want to look at it, kind of like the name of this show, Weekly Games Chat. I mean, it is, it's legit, right? So, the intro of the show, uh, it's been a while since we talked. So, what we kind of did over the break, of course, we celebrated things, but we also apparently watched a lot of shows, a lot of TVs and whatnot. Um, so let's see. Chris, we'll let you kind of, all right, first off, you didn't hear from John. <laughs> He's already taken PTO first show of 2023. He's already the, P- the PTO balance renewed. And he was like, let me just cash 40 hours real quick. Oh my goodness. But John had some travels. He's actually in a state, uh, where, where the Cowboys, Chris, your beloved rivals are going to be in the playoffs. So playoffs playoffs. Yeah. Uh, he, they won't be in the playoffs there. They'll be on the road, but you, you totally missed it. I said, your beloved Cowboys. Yeah. you're not a cowboys fan at all yeah john Um, is currently walking around downtown dallas reminding people that jfk was shot there because that's about the only thing he cares about in dallas i think (laughs) that's great yeah but he hopefully he does actually do that because 
I know I'd be all up in the in the historical points of mm-hmm. uh, Dallas if I could. I'd For also sure. probably get me some of that barbecue they got down there in Texas. It is good barbecue. Good barbecue. Is it as good as the uh, the shows that we watched this week? And Chris. That goes right to you. Your intro for this week is to kind of catch everybody up and maybe give some recommendations on those uh, yeah. particular shows. Uh, I don't know shows. I have two movies. Um, oh, movies. Things yeah. you want. Okay, cool. Movies I watched. Um, I could go into ones I don't recommend, but I'll just stick with the two that I actually really liked. Uh, the first, Glass Onion, the uh, sequel to Knives Out, out there on Netflix if by some weird chance you did not catch it. Uh, I loved it. Love the sequel. Uh, very, very Agatha Christie. Very different from the first one. Um, I know there's probably some political people or people that like certain figures that might have a problem with this one. I would just say let it go because the little jokes that are sprinkled in there around that character are so good that I didn't so even catch good. them all. So good. I didn't catch them all the first time. Josh pointed out one to me. I was like, how did I not catch that reference? Like it. It, I felt dumb afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably fine. Probably but yeah, really, really loved it. Um, I think Benoit Blanc is maybe my favorite detective character out there now. I love Sherlock Holmes and uh, Hercule Poirot has always been cool. But I don't know. There's just something about the, you know, us being from the South, Sean, right? Like. Yeah. You know, us down here in the South, we're kind of sometimes looked down upon. We're a little slow and we're a little, yeah, a little, yeah, a little you know, slow, a little backwards right. in some of our yeah. thoughts and marrying cousins and stuff. Wait, what? We don't yeah. do that, people. <laughs> okay, sorry. Taking uh, taking someone like Benoit Block and then like transporting him into like the uber elite, like really rich tech society base, like you know, um, uh, pop star based and all that kind of stuff world and just how he talks and then you realize all of a sudden that moment when he has to remind you how smart he is he just and he can make you feel like a, all those people look like a freaking idiot uh it's it's a beautiful thing to watch as a southerner you're just like yes please give me 10 more movies of this like every two years i need a movie for him and i'll be happy yeah. um the other one though uh might be one of my movies of the year honestly it, it Kind of shocked me how much I liked it. The menu. Have you seen this, Sean? Uh, no. They just added it to HBO Max, so you can watch it oh, there. Home of Last of Us. Okay, yeah. But it's got old Valdemar himself, Ray Fiennes. Yes, as uh, he is basically this this chef that has an uh a restaurant on an island, very Gordon Ramsay type chef. You know, okay. Okay. Open kitchen. Everyone goes, yes, chef. And they clap and, you know, they pretty much die for this guy. But the idea is it's a horror film set to a dinner, you know, and he is. You have uh, the chick from the Queen's Gambit and a Joy Taylor, I believe. Yeah, her the name. main star. Yeah, she's kind of the main character and she's kind of the person who, like Benoit Block with uh, Glass Onion, is out of place for, with everyone else. And it's. Her trying to figure out what the heck is going on here was the point, but it's just got really cool ideas about like, you know, again, just how bad high society could be and how they look down on the regular man and, and, you know, just how oblivious they are to how good they have it maybe. Yeah. Right. And yeah. how they could take the joy out of things. 
Um, but yeah, really good writing. It's not a super long movie, so it doesn't outstay. It's, it's welcome. And I think the conclusion is, uh, it's fitting, fitting and perfect. I would say. So, uh, those are my two recommendations for you. If you need something to watch in the new year. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, so I'll kind of keep it on the the vein of things we watched. Uh, I was kind of late to this particular watch. Uh, in my the way I'm going to intro, what I mean is it's it's very be careful about judging a book by its cover, and sometimes even it shows by maybe what you think it is. And sometimes think about it. Sometimes even the previews for shows or or movies don't quite show what you end up getting out of that. And I got to say. Uh, I was for whatever reason not feeling the show on Netflix called mm-hmm. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I did not have any interest at all of watching this show. Uh, well, then things started happening. It started like being staying at number one. You started seeing people post about how good it was. You start hearing like family and friends say, "Yeah, we watched it. We loved it." What kind of got me is one of my good friends was like, "Hey, hey, hey." I was where you were too. I had no interest in watching something that I thought was the Adams family Netflix version. He says, it's not this at all. Right. And I was like, are you sure? And me and me and this guy, we got a lot of the same vibes and he knows how to say something to me, uh, to kind of either get me for or against something and kind of talk me, you know, whatever. So I said, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. And it it also helped that my kid uh, was like, dad, we have to watch it. She's watched it like three times at this point. She goes, I want to watch it with you. You're going to love it. So yeah, within about a weekend, I was able to binge watch it. It's like eight episodes. Everybody knows it's not too long, but it does this really good thing where it's somewhat predictable, but mm-hmm. it's fun going to that land to where you have predictions. Uh, they do try some smoke and mirrors on you uh, at the heart of it. It's an investigative approach uh wednesday jenna ortega as wednesday is phenomenal um the the way that she portrays her character her dark humor it i I literally fell in love with that that whole deal it it was done perfect uh i highly recommend it if you haven't checked it out if you were holding back like me um you know and and you weren't sure what you were going to get but yes there are appearances from the quote-unquote adam's family uh, but it's they're they're kind of woven in very masterfully uh, behind this kind of story. And the good news is you won't be wasting your time with a one and done season. Netflix recently announced that they are going to do a season two confirmed. Um, yes. And, I, and I'm looking at the chat and shout out to some names we haven't seen in a while, like Shell Door, Acid Sugar. What's up, homie? Punkhead, SoFly, you know. Uh, and then we got one I haven't ever. Have we seen this name, Chris? Birdie? No, I I don't recall that. Birdie was actually making uh, or adding some fans, and we were background noise. So that's what's up. Best background noise in the world. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Punkhead just said her dance was great. And that is actually a trending thing on TikTok. I saw an interview with her recently where she did not. Netflix said, one, that she was going to get famous and it was going to be a hit. Two, she apparently made up the dance somewhat on the fly. But after doing some extensive research, the director of that episode came to her and was like, hey, I know you got it in the bag. We're excited to see what you bring to the table on Thursday, for example, the day of the shoot or whatever. (laughs) Apparently, this was like on a Monday or Tuesday, and she was like, oh, Oh. yeah, I'm supposed to do that because she's busy on and off the set. But she put put some homages in there. Uh, She she did research on how she made up the dance, and it's viral. 
if you want to definitely uh you know check it out i highly recommend it i'd love to hear your thoughts on it i'm sure chris also would like to hear his thoughts on if you end up checking out glass onion or the other one chris to give us a reminder the menu the menu that's the gordon ramsay ish type movie Mm -hmm. that's how i'm gonna take away from it i'll tell you that much uh but yeah uh, if you notice john's not here john's busy he's on once again just remind you he's on a business trip he's a busy man uh, it's not it's not his fault that he's missing this episode too because we forgot he missed what would have been this week's episode last year it's probably gonna be a running theme coming up but normally it's our look forward of what is our most anticipated episode but because of the weird scheduling this year it just so happened to be this one and he said ah no one cares what i think and then he said that's what he thought but I i will give you a teaser if if you're watching on twitch you already know what the topic is john has sent in his information regarding the topic. I have not seen it. Chris has. Yes. So it's going to be fun to see how this plays out. Uh, but also, look, Chris, we'd be jerks if we didn't at least say congratulations. Once in a while, we talk football in this chat. We can't be those guys. I don't want Georgia, back-to-back champions in college football. John is going to be elated about that. He deserves it. I've got a few Georgia fans that I care about deeply, so it makes me happy to see them happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not going to say that I'm happy ever that Georgia won, but kudos. They dominated that game last night. It wasn't yeah. even fun to watch. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of Alabama once, games in the past. <laughs> pretty much once I watched the, uh, Alabama, Kansas state game on new year's or new year's Eve, I was like, well, I mean, I thought that was then therefore the preview of Michigan and TCU. That was wrong. But once TCU won that game was playing Georgia, I was like, I know what's going to happen. I'm yeah. pretty confident what will happen in this. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the early kickoff and I kind of like it was a blowout because I could come back and play in World of Warcraft. It was great. It was, it was nice. Yeah. yeah it was We're nice. used it was to nice, it but... being like midnight. Yeah. It's crazy talk, but yeah, we, we, we'd be, uh, we'd be terrible if we didn't bring that up, but do you have anything else to add to the topic as, or the intro? Sorry, as we're sitting here, um, did we forget anything? This is the world's ladies and gentlemen. This is the world's greatest podcast about video games. Don't get it twisted. But we will sometimes talk about shows and sports, okay? In the intro specifically. Most importantly, the only other thing I can say is that obviously Ty Simpson's going to win the Heisman next year. True. We're going to a national champion. Yeah. yeah, it's so there you go. Put it We're in the back. Books, Vegas. <laughs> Bill O'Brien got fired. <laughs> Wait, oh. oh. Uh, you want to do some topicking? Um yeah, I think that's probably the good move here. It's it has been a while. I'm out. I'm out of practice. What practice? We don't need to practice. Talking about practice? Not even a game. It's talking about practice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It has been a while since you heard these words, but welcome to the first topic time of the year 2023 on the world's greatest podcast, which is Weekly's Game Chat. Um, What we do here is we welcome everybody. If you scrolled on over to the time marker we put out for you for the topic, or if you listen to the entire intro, regardless, we are together, we are here, and we welcome you. Now what I do is I shut up and I let Chris do the thing that he does, and that's properly introduced this week's topic. The topic is 
Game of the Year 2022! <laughs> well, that last little part of the two was kind of hype. I I went falsetto. It was kind of <laughs> Mario-ish. There's no Mario on our list, is there? Unfortunately not. That could be on there our most be, anticipated. There, we could put There that. could be That's a Kirby. <laughs> oh, I hope Ooh. there's a Kirby. I hope there's a Kirby. You should have put it on your list. <laughs> I wanted to. Yeah, it would oh, have bumped funny. my number five, and I didn't want. I couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Who do we start with? I, I, start I don't, with it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You want to start with the absentee? We could start with John, and then kind of go from there. Yeah. No, all right. So uh, John, John, what does it call in when you write in a ballot? Uh, a write-in? Absent, <laughs> uh, his absentee ballot? Yeah, it's his absentee goatee list. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Uh, he has blurbs for these, too. He did write a little thing. Oh, nice. The, yes. That's, yes. Okay, uh, so John's number five game of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. Is. Sniper Elite 5. What? Yeah! I've always wanted to jump into this series as it always seems so unique in its approach to gameplay. I was not disappointed. After 10 hours or so, Sean thankfully stepped in to teach me how to play the game properly. Until Sean stepped in, I was a pro at shooting the helmets off of Nazis. Oh, John, the Nazi would say. We see you over there. Most importantly, if I have a chance to kill Nazis, it will probably end up on my game of the year list. That's that's accurate for him. Yeah, uh, put Wolfenstein on I, here, and <laughs> I, I appreciate this sh- this shout out. And yeah, it did seem like once the corner was turned, where John and I kind of played together or whatever we did, it he kind of got it. He got the it factor of playing a sniper elite game, and it's man, I can't. It, uh, he'll listen to this and I know he'll be excited. I can't believe you put that as number five. I can and I can't. The game wasn't perfect by any means, but you know, it was a fun game for sure. The experience was fun. Uh, and that the last mission that you have to do, unfortunately it's not sniper elite. Was it one or two where you, you in those missions, you actually killed Adolf Hitler. Uh, there, there's no Hitler in this one and there hasn't been for some time, but very epic and very cool that John put that in there. If it had had Hitler being killed, it would have been number one, right? I think I think it would have had to be by default, right? Right. America. Uh, you or me, sir? What do you want to do? Uh, you can go ahead. Okay. My number five game of the year might come as a surprise. But my number five game of the year is God of War. <laughs> oh, just the first one? You didn't play Ragnarok? Uh, Ragnarok, yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll just go with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, th- it, this th- might be on Sean's list. It's on it might be on my list, buddy. Might be. Some told me it might be on your list. <laughs> uh, this is why we had a conversation before we started recording this. Like, yeah, I don't want to do maybe, this. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, and I, you've got the, you know, the privy to see if it's on John's list. I don't know if it is or not. I don't think he played it enough to want to put it I on don't, his list. But yeah, I don't think he played it enough. That would be my. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've well, read ladies things. and gentlemen, we all know what Chris's number one is now. Uh, 
but yeah, at least it's on your top five. I got to be honest. That makes me happy. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought about this and some might go, why is it not higher? I think it's just mainly because while I, I really love the story and I love the end game, right? That middle part of it, it kind of cha- turned into an uncharted for me where I was more concerned about just progressing the story than living in the world and going back to the first God of war from 2018, that game, I felt like I never wanted to move forward until I did everything I could do at that moment in the game. You know, I'm talking about like where you do something, you go do all these side stuff after you did some story beats. And then, then you'd be like, okay, literally there's nothing else I can do right now. Let me go advance the story, you advance the story, the map changes in some way, you come back, you start doing things again. That was how I played God of War. With this, I was like that for probably the first 10, 12 hours of it. And then I just started getting to a point where I was like, okay, this is kind of some of the same. Uh, you know, I've done these things before, but I, I'm here for the story. And that story is why it's on there. Like that story and also the gameplay itself is why it's on there. While it's not the evolution that God of War 2018 was, it's still really freaking satisfying. And when you get to the end game, which is where I think this game really shines, it's it's some of the best combat I think God of War has ever done. Um, but yeah, I still think it's it's highly Highly great, and I totally recommend it. And you know, I, I do not, <laughs> I have no fault in someone saying it's their favorite game of the year because I get it. Like, yeah, you know, I thought I was kind of a little surprised when I started thinking about that was this slow, but it just kind of felt right given some of the other things that yeah. came out this year. Well, and you played some bangers this year. Yeah. Um, so you, you're lit. That's not to say that John or myself didn't play enough games to warrant it. Yeah, well said. I mean, it's on your top five. That's that's big for the world's greatest podcast to include you, one of the hosts to include you on his top five list. That's right. Swag and humbleness. That's what we do here. Yeah. But well, well done. And I know I know you were one of the first people that I know that completed the game. Yeah, platinumed it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if I was able to say I platinumed it or huh? We'll Ooh. see if it's on my list. If it is, I don't know. Might be. I mean, maybe it might not. I do know what is on my list, Chris. Oh. And that is my number five game. Uh, I think I was the only person on the show to play this game. <laughs> oh, okay. That's uh, awesome. So no one else is going to have this game. VR time. Um, it is a VR game, Chris. Yeah, see? Yeah, it is. Uh, this this number five game is one of my favorite. It is the reason, potentially, that I ever got a PSVR. And so when I found out that its predecessor was coming out, um, I was head over heels, but I'm talking, of course, about Moss Book Ooh, Two. That's um, a good one. The game is, you know, it all of the charm and and love that you have for like the puzzle elements of the game are right back and even better than the first edition. Uh, it is very similar to just a regular first Moss, um, but there are some key things that were added to it. Um, you get to be what they call the reader again, so that's very cool. But you kind of get some different moves. You're able to, if I recall right, you're able to bridge gaps and help quill out some. Um, I think you can actually grab objects this time, too, during during fighting. Uh, quill was able to do things like climb a little differently, maybe climb altogether, I think. Um, and then we got a new hammer 
weapon that was amazing. So uh, one thing that you got a big, it was a big hammer. We do love having a big hammer. Uh, We do a game like Moss. If if I'm mistaking, I'm sorry, but I thought I saw they were going to try to release these as 2D games. I don't know how that would work. Um, Maybe I'm completely talking out of my, you know what, but one of the things that holds back people being able to experience these games and actually see how awesome they are in VR and how adorable Quill is and how you want nothing to happen to her uh, is because it is in VR. So it's available um, on PlayStation VR and the MetaQuest 2 currently, and there will be a PlayStation 5 version that will come out for later release in February on the PSVR 2. So there you go. I got to rep VR games, and there was none, well, maybe none better than Moss Book 2 coming in at number five for me. Completely off subject here, uh, you know, they had CES this week, and I yeah. saw the uh, the new HTC Vibe whatever, you know, thing. And I have to give it to them because I thought, oh, they're actually finally doing something to solve a problem for people out there. They actually, inside of it, the lenses, uh-huh. you can slide inside depending on what your sight is. So if you wear glasses, you don't need to. It's like basically having contact lenses there. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So just having uh, the thought process to think about things like that. Hopefully fans of VR are able to get some improvements in the future on the devices we can buy to make the experience, you know, really, really fun. For sure. Yeah, I'm glad you you enjoyed that, buddy. I know you love the first one. Dude, Moss and Moss 2, people are like, what should I play? I'm like, those games. They're Mm -hmm. amazing. And yes, I'm doing a point, like a a matter-of-fact point when I say that. (laughs) You know what game John thinks is amazing and put at number four this year, Sean? This is amazing. Let's see. John's number four game of the year is Splatoon. Whoa! Yo, that's what's up. Nintendo love. For real. John says, this game is just a blast to play. It may feel like the game could have been a DLC for Splatoon 2, but I'm glad Nintendo has fully invested in this IP, which is the Wii U's greatest legacy. The game modes are fun across the board, from Salmon Run to the main story, which is not longer... Oh, no longer a glorified tutorial. That's awesome. That is Uh, good. Nintendo has taken a fun multiplayer experience that is challenging, fun, and also, most importantly, maybe, approachable. So there you go. Hey, that's... For someone like... For John to say those words, that's big because he doesn't... I don't think John appreciates a, a, a story that does feel very tutorialish. He wants a true experience. That was something he was very excited for. And... And, you know, John Rambo needed something to play. He needed a game to blast people. And in this particular setting, he gets to do it with ink. And I, I do remember John really liking the Splatoons. Uh, so it's glad to see that it stuck on his list. <laughs> yeah. At number four. Despite what cops have told him he can't do, John has always really liked to go around blasting his ink on people. Um, so I'm glad he finally has a game outlet that lets him do it in a way where I don't have to bail him out of jail. So that's nice. Uh, also really glad to see, you know, uh, Salmon Run, I remember, was like the unsung hero of Splatoon 2. And I remember everyone was just like, why are you putting this behind a time wall where it's only available like one weekend a month? And to see that now 
accessible to a bunch of people who probably never played it <laughs> before, right. you know, on day one. And it's just as good as it was before. That's awesome. So can't cannot fault him for picking. Yeah, I, John's coming out the gates with some stunners, sniper, sniper elite five, and then into Splatoon. Right. Wow, what a list, John. John's list is always exciting to me. <laughs> I feel like ours are very, I don't know, very predictable. Are they? <laughs> Remember that year I put like Rock Band or DJ Hero on on one of my lists, and you're like, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would put that there yeah i think, I think it was one, one of our greatest of all times list or something every year it should just be beat saber for you now dude <laughs> beat sabers beat sabers definitely goat status uh let's see my number four gave this game a 10 when i reviewed it sean so, it kind so of we had... are now approaching like yo these are all legit yeah, yeah. uh immortality Oh, yes. My uh, Sam Barlow. Yeah. Can't. I could not not put this on the list. Uh, Was really glad we made it five this year instead of three (laughs) because it made it uh, possible to to make sure that all these things got on there. But yeah, um, for those unfamiliar, Sam Barlow is the guy who did uh, her story and telling lies. I really like this, but this took it up to a whole new level. Um. I spent a good two weeks just clicking videos and trying to figure out what was the appropriate combination to find every little detail of this mystery uh, going on that features, I would say, the only time I've had a moment in video games that was like the equivalent of I see dead people from Sixth Sense. You know, it's that level of a hit where you're like, whoa, what deep? is going on right now. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and you think you, you, you get this interesting story of this girl, uh, her life story, but as you start to see it develop, you realize there are things that are going on that might not be as clear to you. And when you hit that one moment I'm talking about, you then spend the next four or five hours just b- backtracking through all these clips you've unlocked to kind of start to find the deeper story that's really going on here. And it's, it's a risk taker. Like it's, it's not normal. It's, it's completely different. I think it could be off putting for some people, especially if you're really religious, but they take that risk. And by the time I got to the end of, I was like, it did that wonderful thing where it didn't give me every little thing I wanted to know every little fact but I had enough where I was like, I could piece this together and I'm satisfied with where we went through, where I got what their point is and what they were trying to, to convey to you, the, uh, the user. And like, I was yeah. like, I, I love this. And I hope he, it's like weird. He disappears like three years at a time and then he comes back with these things and they're always better than the previous one. So I have no idea how he's going to top this or what he's going to do next, but I can't wait to play them. And if you like narrative experiences, if you don't care about, you know, I've got to have stats and all that, you just want story and kind of critical yeah. thinking, puzzle solving. It's it, it's a must play, I think. It's on Game I, Pass. I, so. I, I low-key kind of forgot that we played it. We ended up playing a lot of games this year compared to like the previous years with the attrition we felt with, you know, stuff going on like you know pandemic and whatnot it just felt like we had a lot to play and i actually forgot you played this game this year till right now but i was you know <laughs> did I, the joke is i forget things so 
You were in an accident. I was, okay. in, I was in an accident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your uh, number? My number four was a game that also, uh, much like my number five, Moss Book 2, which was a direct sequel to the first game. This uh, game is also a sequel, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is a, uh, let me see if it is a, yes, it is a PlayStation exclusive. Um, and the game is called Horizon Forbidden West. Wow. Mm. Yeah, very, threw a little curveball there. People don't okay. know what to do with that. Uh, wow. But of course, this uh, this is the for continuing story of Aloy. Uh, you know, she's that wonderful young hunter of the Nora tribe. I'm reading this directly from Wikipedia at this point. But you go west, young man, in the story. That was a song thing that I just did. Yep, you're welcome. That was free. Uh, but you kind of get to go and see the mysterious things that are happening, kind of that expands the story of the first game. Uh, and the story is actually really good. Um, it's, it's, I think it's somewhere like six months after the end of that first game. Uh, and you go look, you're looking in the main, the main game, the word Gaia comes up a lot. I don't want to spoil anything, but you're kind of still looking for elements of Gaia in this game. There's also a story woven potentially with Aloy's mother tied into it. The end of the world post post apocalyptic type things. Uh, and all of the great stuff from the first game is in the second game. Uh, and yeah, it's fantastic. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a fun fact. I'm going to spend about $600 on a PSVR two so I can play horizon, uh, the VR game. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the title slipping my mind right now, but that's how much call, I love this series. Huh? Call the mountain. Is that it? Uh, call right. of the mountain. Yeah. I think is that what, yeah, I think it's something. Yeah. You might be right. You might be right. By the way, acid sugar says at least you finished this one. I finished Moss Book 2, sir. Every game on my no, list. No, I think he's more so referring to oh, your most anticipated well, I game. I, well, it, I see what he did. I almost went. I thought I was getting gaslighted. I about went crazy on Acid Sugar. But yeah, there's there's going to be no giveaway for this copy of this game. <laughs> because it took you nine years to finally open yeah. the game. That I was, was your most anticipated. Yeah. I was, I think, the first person out of our group to complete this game and tell you guys it was good. I still haven't it, beaten it. it. Well, it came at a point in time, I, I know, where something got everybody's attention and they didn't play it. Yeah. Uh, and I I was like, you know what? I'm playing it. I got it on PS5. What's up? It's going down. And uh, it was not a letdown whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Basically, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys between four, three, and two, they could have been interchanged at any point during the time we were making our top five. Uh, and really, you should think about that. You know, oh. think about think about like in the college football playoffs, four through one, they're in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. But there you're you trying go. to tell us that uh, what you call it was Alabama. Yeah. No. Mo- Moss technically, Mossbook Two is Alabama. Mossbook Two. Technically, I feel, even feel like Moss because we're gonna. If you have a the one that was right there, you I feel like you can say that if you want to later, like your number six mm-hmm. if you will uh if, well if you i got one i could tell you right now my number six uh is john's number three nice so there's there's that well my number six was john's number five okay and john's number six was um oh um <laughs> uh, we'll just say it was Elden ring how about we just say that there you go he really <laughs> um john's number three we're in the top three, ladies and gentlemen. This is exciting. Top three. We are rolling this year. 
number three is Kirby. Whoa! And forgotten what? Land. What? This is the one I really want to find a way to put on my list. So I'm glad nice. it's on. Nice. Yes, on I John. love it. Uh, I knew I would like it, but I never expected to truly love it. This game is a joy filled with delightful uh, worlds of characters that will keep you smiling and laughing from beginning to end. And when you finish the main story, there is more content to dive into. He's not wrong, and it's really good. Uh, the best memory I have of this game is being on the show with Sean and Chris discussing it. Doesn't have it happen too often when we all play a game and adore it. I, I mean, like, the reason why I really wanted to find a way, Sean, to put this on my list, I'm going on record right now. I'll say it. I don't care what you <laughs> think. Okay. Kirby, do, do in it, the, buddy. Kirby in the Forgotten Land is the best Kirby game ever made. And yeah, it's it is. Not, not even close. Yep. Like, you know, it should be getting much more attention and much more love than it's actually gotten um, since its release. It's like, unfortunately, because it came out in April, I feel like people just kind of, it, we do this thing. If you come out in the first half, you're going to probably get forgotten about unless you're just like the biggest thing. Um. And I think that's kind of what happened with Kirby. Cause I think like Kirby, Kirby might be in the conversation of like top three Nintendo, like switch releases, in my opinion, like it's that good of a game. It's so good. Uh, the only reason fun fact, fun little nugget for me, the only reason it didn't make my list, mm -hmm. I didn't complete it. I got very close to the end and I didn't oh. complete it. And I didn't want to do that. You gotta go back and beat it. You gotta go back. I, know. I got, I, if I'm not on the last boss, I'm right there. Uh, and for whatever like, reason, we we moved on. Yeah. Even after you beat that, like you know, we talk about like how God of War had a great end game. Was not explained. There's a whole end game thing going on there that is just as good and invested and interesting as the whole game was. And I mean, I mean, dude, you got to become a car. Yeah, you, you ate a car. It's it's it. amazing how like Nintendo you're gonna in the coming year or whatever you'll start seeing a theme of it's time for some new hardware. Sure, you're gonna see that their software is not it's kind of not aging the best. Whatever, take that for what it is, right? But you're gonna see that for whatever reason Kirby ran amazing and looked amazing on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it was a it was a, it was a pure joy, and I did have fun playing and talking about it. And I do agree with John when we when we were able to kind of sync up. And we all mm -hmm. play the same game. There is some magic about it, uh, you know, for sure. Kind of like Ninja Turtles. That was yeah. a fun time. Or we did like, that for like a day. And even to his point, like when we can go to the next level, it's like it's one thing when we all play it. It's another when we are like, despite our diverse opinions and like taste, right? When we all can kind of just come together and like, I really like this. This is just yeah. fun. And, and what want, about that thing? Yeah, man, that thing is good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had a good time doing this. Yeah, that was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Those are the best. Those are absolutely the best. For sure. Uh, where are we up to? Number three. Number three for you, buddy. My number three game is. Oh, he's wearing the shirt. His number three game could be my number one game. <laughs> my number three game is tunic made mainly by one man yeah and everyone thought this is a zelda clone 
And outside of that guidebook that you collect that gives you that freaking throwback to every SNES era, you know, SNES, yeah, SNES uh, era (laughs) uh, Zelda game, right? Where you get those those hand drawings of your main character doing things, right? Um, it's not. It's not. I'm sorry. It is not a Zelda clone. If anything, oh. is closer to a Dark Souls. Or it, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> I found out the hard way on that. And yes, I tried to man, tell you there was a troll. The, <laughs> yeah, I, I we we used to talk about this game. We saw it on one of the one of the game shows as a preview for potentially coming out. It was a fox in a green tunic, and we went. That looks a lot like Zelda. And it kind of went away, and then eventually it was here, and we were playing it. And I'm so glad we played it. Yes. And I'm, I'm so glad it's your number three game. Yeah, I'm so glad I played it. I mean, like, the music, fantastic. Oh. The combat, yeah. fantastic. The boss fights are memorable and just diverse and will irritate you to hell until you beat it. But, man, it gives you that that Dark Souls itch. Like, when you beat something, you feel like you've accomplished something. Um, the exploration, the secrets that you can uncover. And honestly, you know, it was one of those games where at first I wasn't sure I was going to get true ending. And I think Sean, you might've actually been the first one to do it. And then I went back and did it afterwards. I mean, just the perfect ending, dude. I mean, if you get the real ending to this game, it is it like the point it makes you're like that. That's perfect. Like it it just fits. It's, it's so rewarding for the whole journey. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the best little credit sequence for it after you get it too. <laughs> um, yes, but no, yeah, man, it, this game is on game pass. I know it's on PlayStation. Now I, I think it might have even been added to PlayStation plus. I know it's on switch. Uh, it's on PC. Like there's no excuse now. Like, please. Yeah, it's a, it's a joy. Yeah. Uh, if, if we were going to stamp a game, we're in the top threes now uh chris got it at number three it's a must i would say it's a wgc must play yeah yeah i mean like sure. anyone I, I just tell you please play that game and then uh, what i'll do is i'll hold most of my thoughts stay tuned Ooh. teaser teaser right Penny? teaser teaser what's your number three so my number three we are gonna head back and it's kind of funny how to this point uh it's now hitting me my list is only going to have one original game, meaning it's the first edition. All four other of my games are sequels. Wow. Right? And I know that happens more often than we realize. But not only is this a sequel, it is a, uh, we're going back into the world of virtual reality. And uh, Chris is like, what is he talking about right now? What is he doing? Oh, it one. was a game that I didn't even know existed. I did not play the first version of this game. I did. My buddy Chris said, hey, man, this thing came out and I'm hearing good things. You should give it a go. So on good authority, I went out and I purchased Red Matter 2 on the Oculus. And boy, oh, boy, did I not. Boy, oh, boy, he says, did I not know what I was getting into? It's a best way to describe it. It's a very sci-fi-ish experience that has puzzles. Uh, It's got. It's got really good visuals. Uh, Sometimes those puzzles, if you're a puzzle freak and you like to solve them, they get very frustrating. 
Um, the story actually kept me very intrigued. The ending had my mouth like you went, you do the thing that happened. Like I was like, wait, what? Um, I don't want to spoil any of that. I never wanted to spoil it when I did the review. Um, but basically we're into that, that realm of must plays or must haves. If you have said system, if you have an Oculus or any way to play a VR game, uh, one that'll link to your steam or whatever. Red Matter 2, once I told you about the Moss games, I would tell you to play this game. It is a phenomenal game. Um, It's got just the amount of right of, just the right amount of exploration, gunplay, puzzles, uh, suspense, visuals, music, everything you want in a VR. Uh, It is very, it's a very polished VR experience game that I can't recommend enough. So, uh, but again, I noticed it was, I, I was reading something about it earlier. It's another dystopian type game uh, for horizon was like that. And I love it. Do I love dystopian vibes? Like what's happening right now? Um, Unfortunately, this is <laughs> time to this play fallout. Game. Sean. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's time to play fallout. Apparently I like <laughs> it, uh, but yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. You remember? Yes. Yes. We're seeing chat and uh, acids remembering my love for that in that episode. Hmm. So there you go. So I know some of you unfortunately won't be able to see these VR games, and that kind of sucks. But hey, you know your boys got your back. They can write down a list, and whenever they get the quest, whatever nine, they can come back <laughs> and check out the class. Nine. No, Sean was there at the beginning. Let's get True. to John's number two. What do you think John's number two is, dude? I am. <laughs> I don't know. I am so at a loss for what John. This is what John does at Goaties. This is how we ended up with him liking heavy metal music game as his number one one year. You know, when John became Doom Guy, everything changed. Well, I can tell you, John's number two, it's divisive. You either love it or, you know, you, you Ooh. Uh, it's the gathering or what I've gotten, at least looking at Steam reviews for it way back. Ooh. Uh, but number two. I'm, I'm oh! not, I, I was what? not surprised when I read it. Is it the devil game? No, it's not. I'm surprised that's actually not on this list. Yeah, me and him play that game was Ravenous number... Devil. Yeah, that game was dope. It really was, right? Uh, um, oh, that's a good guess, so fly. John's I, actually, there's another one that I'm surprised that I, what that's not on them. Maybe what? that was. Maybe that was his number six. Yeah. John's number two game of the year is Gotham Knights. Oh, there it is, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. He told me he was going to put that bad boy on there. I love it. I love it. I love Gotham Knights, and I don't care who knows it. It scratched an itch I was looking for and gave me just enough of an Arkham game but so much more from an RPG standpoint. WB Montreal managed to develop a game with great character representation and a memorable story that kept me invested. It's a game I spent an amazing weekend playing, and it's one game I've never stopped thinking about. To this day, I will go on YouTube and check out videos related to the game. I know it won't go down as the highlight of 2022, but... I had the best time zooming through the city on that bat cycle and being a member of the bat family. There it is. He went for Dude, it. Dude, like John's list, he brings me joy because 
Yeah. Yeah, he 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 did it. This was the game that what started with the reviews that I think weren't the best reviews. They were like sevens and eights. No, like I've I've tried like this game has been on sale, right? Yeah. On like all the Steam and in Epic Store. They both had for like 30 bucks during their holiday sales. And I, I sat there and I stared at it, you know, for, for a good bit until certain updates came out. And then I had to go do that because, you know, that game. It's and, a, yeah. Yeah. You know, game of the <laughs> that's going to be your number one game this year because it, it came be. out this year. I should. I should. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. Um, I, I, I was not shocked. And honestly, I think you would have put number one. I've seen the number one, so I know. I think I, probably I until this month, that was probably his number one game. And John would have owned it. John would have been fine with that being his number one, I think. And been like, I don't, I don't. And been like, I don't care what you think. You know, which is what I love about John. John is always that way. He, yeah. you know, he's John. Uh, wow. What do you think my so number John's, two game is? Your number two? Yeah. I don't. I'm so stuck on what I know your number one is. <laughs> <sighs> the only voice of reason with my number one. Now, yeah, um, it's, I'll be it's that fine. guy. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, uh my... your number one. I don't know. I mean, your number two. Just Dance 2022. You got it. <laughs> my uh, my number two is a sequel from a I'm French studio from a- and it's called A Plague's Tale Requiem that yes totally makes sense I was totally overthinking that yes oh a- I, I know man I know, I, I know I would, uh, like this series if I played it, wouldn't I? Probably. And you want to, um, but you were dumb and you waited. So you missed your chance. <laughs> yes. I had pure intentions, right? Yeah. Uh, it'll probably come back to game pass next week and you still won't play it. <laughs> still won't play. Well, and I do know, uh, and this is going to be a plug for the gaming spectacular. That was fantastic by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some music that you put in from this game, obviously that was, it was amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful, uh, music. It's beautiful vistas. It is horrifying when you see just waves of rats coming at you. Um, Sobo studios. I, I mean, like we think about, we live in this world where it's like, you either have to be a little indie darling, like tunic, right? Where one guy really just has a vision and, and sees it through, even if it takes them seven, eight years to do it, or you have to be Santa Monica, right? Where you have a staff of 500, you've got PlayStation money, you've got every tool at your disposal to make this AAA experience that, you know, just feels like it's heads and shoulders pushing the, the engine, right? <laughs> Further than anyone else has before. Um, but then you get something like Asobo Studios, which, you know, not long ago, like they, they have this long relationship with Microsoft, but it's mainly just because they were developing projects because they needed to pay for their studio, right? 
and they go and they bank and they they work years working for microsoft banking up that money to where they could finally do their own game and when they did it i mean credit to john john was the first person that found this series uh and gave it a shot and then when i played it i put the first one on my game of the year list unexpectedly because i did during our break when i got to this i mean this game to me looks like a triple a game yeah and is a is a double a studio and like for them to have an engine that they have worked that well and have pushed to this limit is just mind-blowing i mean like i i think of games i played this year and i mean yeah it's in the short list of best looking graphically impressive games i've played and on top of that you get as sean said amazing music throughout um amazing art design and towards the end of it i mean the last 45 minutes of this game is some of the hardest stuff i've had to go through i mean it's like last of us type pushing it (laughs) as far as like your emotions and where you're going and what the message is and what you are forced to do as the characters in this game but when it got to the end i was like man if they never it was kind of the same way with last of us part two where i was like when i got done with it i was like if they never made a sequel to this i'd be fine if they want to i'd be worried but i'd be fine with it too because i i trust them but i mean i i just cannot think of a like a one two punch you know part one part two that has delivered quite as well as uh the tale of amicia and hugo oh. yeah <clears throat> i really feel left out on these um i think i like them a lot mm-hmm. um i just do i think the vibe would be kind of cool so yeah, it's it's good to see it got some love. And if you guys remember, this game did get some love at the VGAs too. So yeah, you know I I love it, and it's I, I totally overthought it. Not a surprise at all. Because yeah, yeah, I know how you feel about that series. You always you always give it much love. So that's what's up. Yeah, I did I did text John by the way, and we'll tease this before his number one. I have what his number six would be. What was his number six? Oh, we're gonna tease okay, it before okay. his number one. Yeah, I'm yeah. dumb. I bet I can. So could I take a, okay. Can I take a guess at your number two? You'll take a guess. And then I'm not saying yes or no. You just, uh, you'll just say I'll what it is. Confirm you. I'll confirm yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I think your number two is what's on. Are you going sh- to my, you're going to number two. Oh, you're going to, I thought you were giving John's number six. My no. bad. You're going for my number two. You think is tunic and you would be wrong. Had it not been for a game I played late this year. <laughs> but yes, Tunic was my reigning number one game for the entire year. There was nothing I played that was that did to me what Tunic did. Chris gave it all its accolades earlier. And I'll be honest, for me, one of the coolest things I've ever done in a game is piece together the manual, and it felt like I'm flipping through the manual of the old school ways we used to play video games. Yes. That little touch right there is the epitome of the kinds of touches that this game gave you the the just the way that it did feel like a Zelda game but it was hard it wasn't a Zelda game uh how you'd go from an open field isometric view uh but you'd run through this cavern if you will and all of a sudden uh there'd be neon lights that would light up and this this very synthesized music that would accompany it and the 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 way this story kind of ended it kind of did everything you want a video game to do, 
Um, it gave you a challenge. It gave you visuals. It gave you memories. It did everything. And until my number one game, this was this was number one. So I have no problem solidifying it as my number two game of the year. And of course, that is Tunic. Yeah. The game is amazing. I can't say that was my number one because unfortunately my number one came out beforehand, but <laughs> that was my number two for a good portion of the year. Yeah. And yeah, I did not expect that when I started playing it. We, we didn't, did we? No, I just thought like this game is a, I'm going to enjoy this for two or three hours and it's going to probably piss me off because it's really hard. And I'm going to move on to something else. Cause we played the demo and the demo kind of shook us. We went, wait a minute. This is not what we think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we have moved, ladies and gentlemen. This is a big. This is big news here. We've moved to number ones all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on number ones. Uh, before we go to number ones, Chris, did you want to take a guess on what John's first one out, aka aka number six, what it would have been for John? Out of go... all the games, oh man, Tire Revenant Could... still Devils are stray. Uh, I'll go stray. Chris locks in Stray. We we did bring up Ravenous Devils was a game John got me to play. And we were killing and making mince pies out of people earlier this year. But it is not either one of those. Is it God of War? It is not God of War. <laughs> <laughs> John said his, I said, hey, if you had a number six, what would you say it would be? This is, of course, for the goatee, your first one out. By the way, loving your list so far. His reply simply was Dying Light 2. Oh, yeah. That's a yep. cop out. He's lying to himself. He knows it's the cat game. Don't lie, John. <laughs> I, think you it's love the, cat I, think, game. I thought it was going to be the cat game. He loves Stray. He was the only one that played Stray out of this Yeah. Game. He came uh, back and told us he loved it. So I heard he, he was a every, dirty liar. Yeah. Or <laughs> or he's he secretly, uh, yeah, I know you were going to be happy. I said, yeah, him and Ash should have a bond over Dying Light 2, but there's some Dying Light 2 love for John. And it would have been his first one out or number six, but that is not the news. The news here is John's number one game of the year 2022 is. Drum roll. John, do you want to take a guess at what his number one is? I am, I dude, I am so torn on the games John has. I don't, I didn't even remember. He played Dying Light 2. He apparently doesn't care about Stray, because I think you've hinted that that's not a number one. I have no idea. Who is John? I don't know. He's an enigma. (laughs) He's a guy who wears... Is there a game with rock music that we don't know about that he played? He's he's a guy that wears a tiara tiara and holds his Diet Dr. Pepper. Is that Um, a vapor? What is that? Almost looks like it's a toothbrush. Or a, yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know. But it's amazing. It's a That's mystery. an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen, on Twitch.tv. You'd have to see that picture here if you were going to see it. Disney's Dreamlight Valley number one. <laughs> you think it's Dreamlight Valley? That's a good guess. How, how did you not put Dreamlight Valley on there? I didn't finish it. I didn't feel right putting the game on my list that I didn't finish. I loved Disney Dreamlight Valley, but I didn't finish it. Number one for John is Horizon Forbidden Wow, yes! I knew he was going to get back to playing that. Yes! He told me a couple weeks ago he started playing. As soon as he started playing, I was like, this is going to be his number one. I knew it. 
Horizon Forbidden West has been my game of the year for better part of December and beyond. I have not finished the game yet because the world has kept me so invested. It takes the foundation of the original game and builds and improves on everything in so many ways. It's such a beautiful game and one of the top five open world games that I've ever played in. Having not finished it, I'm still comfortable playing it as my ultimate game of the year because of the over 100 hours I've spent in it. And frankly, it's one of those titles I've never really wanted to be done with. This series represents one of the greatest ideas of a world I've ever seen in a game. It's so original and unique, there is nothing out there quite like it. Finally, it is one of the finest and funniest, or funnest. He he, he made up a word with the way he spelled it. Um, what threw me for a loop? Oh my Com- goodness. <laughs> uh, combat systems I've ever had the pleasure of experiencing. Is, yes. Play this game like now, he says. So there you go. He agrees with you. Uh, I thought this, I- I'll be honest, Sean. I thought Horizon would be higher on your list. So I was a little shocked when you only said number you what, five. And it was, I told you, that's why I put the, the thing in there where when I started thinking about it, I, it, I had a very tight. I don't. I didn't usually have tight lists like this. Mine was very tight for me this year. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Verizon, Verizon. <laughs> I did a phone, a racing game, and a video game all together. Uh, Horizon is dope. Yeah, and I'm glad. I'm glad it's his number one. And I'm glad he played it because for the longest time he didn't play it, and I was. I was like, man, he's gonna miss that because that story. And that's another thing. If it's his number one right now, wait till he, he finishes that story. That story, the ending is a good payoff. It's good. I need to get back to it. I feel, though, yes. at this point, it's like I'm going to be the guy who waits till the PC comes <laughs> You're going to be the guy. I'm going to be the guy that waits for the PC port, and then I'm going to rebuy it, and then I'm going to play it on there and love it. And, you know, I'll be right there with you guys probably. Because I love the first one. Yeah, you um, did. I Sometimes it's it's things in life are like this. You're just not at the right place at the right time to enjoy this and for what it is. And someday you'll come yeah. back to it, I, and it'll be the. I'm the king of that, right? You, I, I, I find things way after you try to tell me to play them, and you're like, mm. I tried, I tried to tell you. Yeah, in the case of Horizon, I literally played it for a week and enjoyed. You know, we talked about it on the show. I had my little fun week with it, and then unfortunately for it my number one game of the year came out along with, I think the game in terms of media for the whole year. And that was cyberpunk yeah. 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flashback. Uh, no, of course uh, this shouldn't be a shock to anyone. What my number one is. That's why I was like, I'm going to have the least yeah. suspenseful here. I think the rest of my list was a little bit more interesting, but of course I have to put it there. How could it not be Elden Ring, the greatest from software game ever made? <laughs> the game oh, that I saw Jeff's son was beating repeatedly throughout the whole summer. Just kept playing it again and again. Uh, and I think the reason why he and myself and so many others spent so long is that it's like they finally took that from software formula and figured out the way to make it more accessible without losing what makes from software games special, AKA 
I can get my butt whooped by a troll and I don't have to keep going back to the troll again and again <laughs> and, and taking that pain. Instead, I can get on my steed and go somewhere else and do a million of other things, right? I can, I can go to swamps. I can go to volcanic land lands. I can go to a whole entire underworld that I didn't even discover until I was about 35 hours in. And it just looks like something out of Lord of the Rings. I can, you know, go up on top of a high mountain fighting a, a beast. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. There's always something to explore and some at times seemingly unsurmountable challenge at have you that it might suck for a little bit, but eventually you figure it out. And when you do, you feel like a freaking God. I mean, I just like Sean, like I've had many <laughs> bosses in this game that I was just like, this is better than nine out of 10 boss fights I have in regular games. As much as I love God of War, right? Like the, the red giant fight seems like something that should be in God of War. But there's nothing quite like that in that game, you know, and to see someone else do their spin of like a massive enemy and, and how you conquer them is just so impressive to go. Um, I keep wanting to go back, but I'm afraid that I've sucked now because it's been seven months. Um, but man, oh, man, just just the perfect world like for for that kind of thing. Like, I don't know what. I know they've got armor core coming out and that'll be a little bit different, but when they go back to these types of games, I, uh, I'm interested to see what they decide to do next because I just don't know what they could do to expand or, or, or top this formula, like how you can make more bosses that are just as good as these. But yeah, I, and it, you know, I look at this and I, I don't, I don't I don't want to bash it. I respect that number one. It won the game of the year for the VGCs. Uh it's a solid I mean, it's everybody who who gets the game. I put gets in a different way than I think you may think I mean it. If you get what it's doing and you find a way to be successful at certain things and have fun and explore, it does turn into a thing you're never gonna forget. Yeah. I didn't get there personally. It was on my most it was one of my most anticipated games, which actually shocked you. Uh, because you're like, wait, what? Do you do you know what kind of game this is? <laughs> I did give it a good go, a good college try, and I, I just, I, I, we 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 use this term, and and you kind of taught me this, the onboarding, the onboarding, right? Yeah, guys, we're using big words now. Could have maybe been a little better for yeah, someone to kind of get it going, <laughs> but then again, you also, like you mentioned, I think if you're a from software fan. They did balance that that tightrope where they made it accessible for people. They did find a way to make it funner to navigate, but also still having definite challenges there. So, you know, we'll we'll see. I don't know if I'll ever go back. Maybe we we you and I did say that we should go back and co-op together, and you get me through the story. That might be a way. I, to I, do say, it. I want to go back. Um, I, I will say that that's like maybe one knock. I think it. Just like any of their games, I think when you put one down, it's insanely hard and intimidating to come back. Like a friend of the show, Mike, put it down, and I know he enjoyed it, and he loved it, no matter what he's saying in chat right now, uh, <laughs> because he played something else, and he forgets things. But I remember the joy that this boy had when he played it. 
but I get why he has a hard time going back to it because it is, like I said, it's just when you think of how much time you put in to like learning what you were doing and how you play your character and all that, and you stop doing it. Oh, I mean, whether it's Sekiro, Bloodborne, any of those games, it is hard to pick those things back up. Yeah, you got to get back in the rotation of what you're doing, you know? Totally, totally makes sense. But I, I'm going to put the offer out there. If, if one day you're like, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to tr- I'm going to try to do it. All right, we're doing it tomorrow. I'm going to try to do it. I want to I want to see what it's about. I feel like I am missing out. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Just like Chris is number 1 if you if you have if you happen to know me, you probably know what my number 1 is. Um uh, so it's just me now, right? My final number 1. Uh yeah, and it's a, it's would you like to guess on what you think my number one it's is? It's God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of funny for fans of the show who listened a while back. Uh, in between the end of the last game and kind of waiting for this game to come out, I, I said, like, I wasn't ready to kind of get back into it. I was kind of, you know, first game exhausted, if that makes sense, I guess. Maybe hope you understood what I meant. I just wasn't ready to to do all of that again. Um, but it did actually take a while for this game to come out. Um I think Corey Balrog got, or no, Christopher Judge had some health problems. Then we had the COVID-19. Yeah. There was a bunch of stuff going on where eventually we didn't get the game until uh, this year, November, the end of 2022. And uh, yeah, I ended up uh, platinum platinuming this game, which is says a lot. I usually don't try to go platinum games. There was sort of a challenge put out by my, by my peers. They kind of did it. It was kind of teased that it was an easy platinum uh, but one thing about if you decide to do that, you kind of get everything that the game offers. And and one important aspect of this game, Chris touched on, it's the end game. It's almost like you get an additional game yeah. after you beat the game with all the things you got to do. Uh, so just to remind everybody who's stuck under a rock, this game was, a again, a sequel to 2018's Ragnarok. Uh, sorry, 2018's game, which was just God of War. This one's called Ragnarok. It did kind of stay in that Norse mythology lane. Uh, previously you could only go to six realms this, you could go to nine, uh, boy seemed a lot more, uh, obviously for many reasons, a lot more involved in the game. The story was tight. I love the gameplay. This is more my, my alley. The gameplay was hard though. Let's not get that twisted. It, sure. it wasn't, wasn't Elden ring hard. I don't think some things could have been, um, I love, I love the story and the banter that kind of goes on in between doing things. Um, so yeah, it it I personally think if we could have seen the voting, it would have been Elden Ring one and this number two at the VGCs. Um, most likely. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh I think it's a must play if you own a PlayStation. And if you like the first game, it's a must play. It's when you see a game like God of War Ragnarok or a game like Elden Ring as your number one game, people go, Yeah, that 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 makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, I think uh, the so, so there you go. The first time you like like because you know, a lot of these regions the first one like the one thing i will say they did really well with the realms is the first time it felt like with most of the regions when you went to different realms it was like you just had the one path and then you might have like a little tiny thing to explore afterwards and really it was all about midgard right like midgard was where the expansion was and where you would find new areas and keep going and they kind of do a good job with this where instead of having you retread Midgard, they more so be like, hey, look how things change over time with it. And then B, 
they deceive you because a lot of the places you're going to, Swartelheim and Valheim and um, Alfheim, like those, you think, well, we're just going to have this one area where we go through the games and there'll be some collectibles that come back later. And then pretty much with all of them, they just open up into these vast places that you, a lot of times you can't even get to really till you get to end game. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, it's like you say, it's like you kind of realize like, oh, this is God of War Ragnarok 2.0 now. I mean, yeah, it really, and, it really is like the crater. The first time you go to that crater and you realize just how big that is and what there is to do in it and how it changes. Uh, I mean, the crater is probably my favorite pl- place in that game. Um, as far as it's, just questing, you tricked me. Well, I think one night you were drinking a little bit and you was like, buddy, go up to the crater. I didn't, I didn't know it was as big as it was. <laughs> also, I ended up in eventually you have to go back to the crater to, to do the things you want to do to platinum it. But man, one of the highlights for me in playing this game was Mamir's talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mamir, for everybody who forgot the head that hangs on to Kratos, <laughs> the way that he is able to be soft when it matters, mm-hmm. uh, to give sound advice and be a true friend when it matters. I think it really was elevated this game. Um, and it was, it was nice. I, I had a moment where I wanted, uh, my friends were all like, man, what's wrong with you? I wanted Kratos to be like, God of War, kill. Uh, but as the game went on, I kind of realized and I saw some things and some growth uh, from a character standpoint. And it it ended up being a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that so. last scene of the main story is. Um, I think especially for those who are parents, it will it'll hit in a way that. Yeah, I lot- think that's what got me. Yeah, like even there, like, you know, while I can relate being a parent, um, the other side of it with those two. Uh, well, you're Penny's dad. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. But no, uh, yeah. also the big thing, shout out to the the director. I know it was a different director for that one than the um, than Corey Balrock. And I think from my understanding, Corey, without spoiling things, kind of said three things have to happen. And then he left it up to him and he kind of just, he said, okay. okay. You know, like he, he didn't try to be like, no, this is what this needs to be. He just said, these are the three things that I think have to happen in this game. Do what else you want with it. You know, that director is Eric Williams. Yeah. Doesn't have the impactful name like Corey Barlog, like we all know, but yeah, echoes that. I also want to give a certain shout out. I doubt he'll ever hear this, but uh, you know how, like, sometimes when games come out, you have a, a book you can buy from like your game store to match your gameplay. A lot of people use the interwebs, the YouTube tutorials when you get stuck. Uh, I had a good friend of mine, uh, shout out to, I don't know what his name is in Twitch, but we'll just call him Cam. Cam. Uh, I had Cam on deck. I had you and Mike whenever I needed you. And you guys definitely made that completionist you know, journey that I did much more enjoyable than it would have been without it. So shout out to you three. I appreciate you guys very much. It's yeah, kind of like I'm a running back who won the Heisman and I'm giving a shout out to my uh, offensive line right now. I feel <laughs> it's like Cam is the the Sean game whisperer because unlike me and Mike, me and Mike get shouted down if we try to help Sean because he gets enraged. <laughs> Insta rage, bro. But for some reason, like Cam can call him a dumb idiot and it works. He's like, fine, I'm dumb. I'm just going to keep doing. Oh, you're look, not, I beat not, it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> hey, did you want to do the thing where you go through and uh, tell everybody's list one more time? Sure. Just kind of a roundup before we head on to okay. no news this week, but just emails. Yeah. So with uh, John, it was 
Number one was Horizon. His number two was Gotham Knight. Three was Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Four, Splatoon. Five, Sniper Elite Five. It's uh, amazing. Mine was number one, Elden Ring. Two, Plague's Tale Requiem. Three was Tunic. Four was uh, Immortality. And five was God of War Ragnarok. And Sean, yours was number one, God of War Ragnarok. Number two, Tunic. Number three, Red Matter 2. Four, Horizon Forbidden West. And luckily I remember because I can't see the bottom of that message that you just sent. Five is Moss Book 2. That's right. That's right. So those were, yeah, that kind of, what I like about our game of the year list, we will sprinkle in some surprises, but most of all, we try to, you know, stay on pack with who we are. And, and <laughs> I don't know, this is one of my favorite times of the year. It comes right after the holidays. And then somebody before the holidays was like, we all know what their episodes are going to be. Well, it's tradition. You know, we love you and we know you love us. So it is what it is. Uh, well, 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 I'll tell you this head boy, acid sugar. Uh, gave us his top five. Ooh. Uh, do you want to read that one, Chris? Sure. Uh, and number six, he had Dying Light 2, by the way. But uh, his top five are number five, Far Cry New Dawn. Four, Quake Champions. Three, Spider-Man for the PC. Hope he's going to get Miles Morales, too, because that's really good. Uh, two, Dying Light. Not Dying Light 2, but Dying Light. Number one, as it should always be, forever and ever. Rocket League. Yeah. I don't think Acid got the memo that the game has to have come out and you played it in 2022. Not that it you just played it in 2022. It's fine. He's no, boy. No, because we all really know the true Supreme number one this year was Witcher 3. That's true. That's the true ending to the goatee list, ladies and gentlemen. Elden Ring had a console update, next gen update, if you will, and our boy Chris. If I've hijacked games, games. I've already hijacked your two votes, and I've said we all agree that Witcher Three is the game of the year for weekly games chat. Twenty twenty two. If 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 this was old school games and games with Chris and Chris, this Chris is back. He is back playing as Gerald. Girl, <laughs> girl. <laughs> um. So there you go. Yeah, those are some pretty good lists, Sean. Um. But that yeah. said. <laughs> There's one thing we do, even if it's the new year and we don't have John. Oh, that's no. We wrap it up. Never. If John was here, I think he would say just to be safe. first email edition of 2023 but fun fact there is an email in here from 2022 just saying if you want to be cool and write to us uh via you know the electronic mail delivery system you can do that via uh weekly games chat at gmail.com just like the person chris is about to say 
Alejandro writes in and says, and he was the one who emailed last year. Good job, Alejandro. Yeah. Keeping it alive, just in case there was a late episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gentlemen, thank you for this year's episodes, which were bangers, one and all, and also for your sage advice. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and looking forward to your appearance like the Magi in the new year. Epa, <laughs> eh, I cannot say that word. I already know I can't say that Epiphanally. word. Epiphanally. Thank you, because my mouth does not work Epiphanally yours, Chris. I got you. Just say his name. Thank now. you. Uh, Alejandro, and it was sent from his apple drome dare, dairy. Drome dairy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dari? Drome dairy? Ale- Alejandro is, is, is a goat at emails. I love him. And uh, we did have, I think we did have a good holiday and a good new year. So we hope you did too, Alejandro. Do I speak for you when I say that, Chris? For sure. Nice. <laughs> uh, do you want me to read the next one? Just, yeah. Just, okay. Do which one like you want. I'm going to read uh, Thorin's email. Yeah. <laughs> do I, should not, should I not read this one? No, no, go for it. No, yeah. Okay. This email is from Thorin and it's titled, Benoit. Uh, dear Chris WGC, DJ Haygood, and Hideo Kojima's biggest fan, how are you? Oh, that is that's funny. Ooh. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you, Thorin. It's uh, it's been a while, been a while since I emailed last. I like uh, Tucker have been playing Demon Slayer, but I got distracted by Ultra Kill. Hmm. And this is in parentheses. It says, "Great game, go play it." And Pokemon Violet. Ooh. I would like to recommend Ultra Kill to any fan of movement shooters and retro shooters. It's an indie game in early access, which I get is scary to hear, but it's in the top 10 highest rated games on Steam. Nice. Hope you all are okay. And this is from Thorin. Uh, fun fact, this was sent from Sean's Frankenstein PS5's iPhone. <laughs> so okay. the Frankenstein PS5 now has an iPhone and it's sending emails in chris holy dear lord jesus oh lord. are you looking up the steam reviews i have not um i don't have steam open right now you could do that oh what was the name of the game ultra kill ultra kill it's pretty pretty there um oof, here we go haven't had one of these in a while but here we go oh no oh no title is war against uh beep! <laughs> oh, world no. of tanks beep <laughs> I it is from, okay. from a little user named Lucy. What up, Lucy? Yeah. I have a war against World of Tanks. I left that review on the store. They are so mean and so bad, and she hates them. Uh, I'll add everyone to this so they know. Um, <laughs> and then let's see. Hold on. Let me. I have no idea. Just, just read it. Just to read so, this. so, so, so basically we were added to this. So everybody knows how mad Lucy is about world of tanks. Yes. Uh, there were some crying emojis, some broken heart emojis, some very frustrated, uh, censored emojis. And then it says, this is outrageous. And then you can read the comment if you want, Chris. I don't know how to read this comment. I just don't I'll read like, it. I just don't like, I used my stupid Google account and used my, DD Lecter nickname and didn't accept it. And now I have to pay Robulence or whatever to change it. Uh, then she's crying. Uh, I want my name back. 
I, I, is right. what I get. Uh, hate you. I'll also add NASA people. <laughs> oh, Lucy. What did NASA do? Oh, Lucy, I don't know. But Lucy, yeah. what did NASA, NASA do? I think she she said this to a lot of people. Wow, I just realized that. I should have just deleted this, but... Yeah, that, we read it live on our show. This is the kind of things that come into our mailbox. Um, that yeah. How many people did she send it to? Um, in that one well. email address, the dancer from Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> looks looks like at least a good twenty oh. people got this. And I don't even know some of this. And and like. she did send it to one person who works at NASA.gov. So that's great. Oh dear God! This is it. She she emailed someone who works at she she may emailed the press office for CERN, like the you know, the people who run the stupid hydrogen collider. <laughs> uh, before we read the next email, I did want to post uh, an update on that Ultra Kill game. So, uh, you know, Chris, we don't take it lightly when someone says it's got quote unquote good reviews, right? Sure. Uh, so if, if it does reach the overwhelmingly overwhelmingly positive or what have you, we're like, well, how many, how many actually is that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so the game was apparently released in September of 2020. Oh. Uh, like he said in a uh, kind of like a beta form or whatever he said. Sure. Uh, but all reviews to date, 44,156 and it's overwhelmingly wow. positive. Recently, 3,800 uh, and also overwhelm- overwhelmingly positive. It runs the preview. It does look very retro, but at the same time, very fluid, like a modern day shooter. Looks hmm. kind of crazy. Okay. Uh, v- crazy v- visuals. It, it, it might be fun. I don't know. Possible. Very possible. Um, I'll read this last one. Then, it, or you, as a matter of fact, you read these next two because there's a lot on Discord. Oh, okay. Next up, we have Tucker. Man, this is going to be a long one. I was um, totally going to read this one. And <laughs> like, here you go, buddy. He did. This inc- is- he included a meme. Let me just see what this goes to real quick in his, the title of his emails. And. Uh, oh. Oh, wow. That's funny. Um, I don't. This is potential spoilers for an upcoming game or rumors for an upcoming. Yeah, game. I've read it. and I'm kind of like, I hope that's not true. Yeah, uh, but he does. There's a certain character that's rumored to be in a very popular game. He was cut in half, okay? Yeah. I'm just going to say it. And he said he made sure to put on a meme that says, don't do that. Don't give me hope. Because <laughs> it would be cool. It would be uh, cool. I don't know how they tie that in, though. Anyways, uh, Tucker. Retcon! <laughs> AKA Slayer 173 writes in and says, hey, guys. Hey, Tucker. What's up? Let me start off by saying I enjoyed the music spectacular that I listened to Christmas Day on Pandora, as I always do. I'm still to this day listening to selections from God of War Ragnarok and Callisto Protocol. Part of me wishes that God of War came out a year earlier so we could slap that in our marching band show instead of the music from 2018. Only thing I wish Chris would have done is have John come in and do a trombone. <laughs> so that would be episode. amazing. Uh the, yeah, next year that's gotta go down. Hope <laughs> everyone had an amazing holiday season. Whatever you guys might be celebrating, both you three Stooges and all the listeners out there. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised when I learned me and the fam were going to San Diego for Christmas, which was nice. filled to the brim with sea lions, 
animal attractions, and even an aircraft carrier turned museum. Also got a Japanese cookbook, so I'll salt some sashimi for y'all. Ooh, nice. I love sashimi. Uh, other than that, winter break consisted of family friends uh, coming over for New Year's. Still can't believe we're all the way to the year 2023, right? The year 2023. Making our way to 2027. Um, <laughs> or 2077, sorry. Uh, learning I love my steak medium rare at our trumpet uh, Christmas New Year's marching band season celebration dinner at Texas Roadhouse. Uh, starting karate and playing Chris's third goat game, Portal 2. Ooh, can't go wrong with Portal 2, buddy. That's so hard. <laughs> and he has a little tidbit here. Wheatley is more evil than Claptrap. Change my mind. You're not wrong. You're, you're completely Wait, right. Claptrap is evil? <laughs> yeah, he does try to kill you. <laughs> uh, but with love. He kills you with love. True. Uh, didn't get as much into squadrons as I initially hoped. You wings are hard to fly as F. Uh, AF, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not going to give up just yet, though. Also, after listening to the news portion of the show, when you guys covered High on Life slash Witcher 3, I have come to believe that Jason Momoa should star as every gamer's favorite sad dad in Amazon's upcoming adaptation of God of War. He definitely looks the part. Uh, yeah. He is what I believe the person that the directors and critics alike will want to play uh, Kratos. His acting skills greatly reflect that as we see in Aquaman, and he even looks the part. Just trim the beard and give him some ash-white makeup, and he's good to go. Okay, with all the banner out of the way, I should probably get to the meat and potatoes of this thing. While you guys are looking back on this year's highlights, I'm looking forward to the bright future that is 2023, both in the gaming world and next year as a whole. I am a high school senior. Wow, I feel old right Right? Congrats. Uh, so I'll be graduating this May, and I'll be taking classes at a technical college to become a phlebotomist, blood scientist, because why not? Hey, we all need someone to look at our blood. I haven't really got a chance to play the games that came out in 2022 yet, but I'm very excited for the games coming out this year. Three games I'm most excited for are Wild Hearts, Jedi Survivor, and... Ooh, ooh, controversy here. Suicide Squad. He says, if I can't play Suicide Squad for whatever reason, Minecraft Legends is also looking pretty good. My question this week is, what are your top three games that really caught your attention and are excited to come out this year? Once again, thank you so much for letting me be part of the show, and I'll see you guys next week. Stay frosty, fellas, and game on, a.k.a. Enslayer173, a.k.a. Tucker. Morse code translation sent from the USSS Midway Tucker. I feel like you should know this when you ask that question. We cannot tell you what our top three most anticipated games are because I could tell you next week the topic will probably be our top three most anticipated games for 2023. So, but we are excited about games that are definitely confirmed out there. Sure. Um, if you listen to this show, you probably kind of know, but there's some definite surprises that. We can only really go off confirmed, but you'll see. Very, very true. So come back next week and you'll hear. <laughs> and maybe you know, tune in next time. The legend, you know, the rumor is John might actually make the show next week. So I don't, I don't remember what he looks like at this point. It's crazy. Well, look at the, the boy in the tiara. True. No, he's, yeah. I'm joking. He, he hopped in our personal discord chat when he landed, uh, just to say hello. Yeah. And I almost didn't know who he was. 
I was actually afraid at one point because I watched him. It sounded like he opened up the hotel mini fridge and took a water <laughs> out of it. And I was like, that's $25 right there, John. Don't do Does that. Does he know that? Did he know that was a $30 water? He doesn't care. It's on the company. <laughs> uh, finally, Sean, we have an email from Christian who says, fellas. Yo. Been working. That's not my, Yeah. Uh, been yeah. working my arse off these last few months and absolutely learning tons in my young age and recently started catching up on recent episodes. I couldn't help but notice you refer to a certain person made of acid as head boy, which is funny since that's my title. I wonder if he thinks he can dethrone me so easily. All I have to say to that is 1v1v, bro. I'll take you on in any game. I ain't scared. I don't know if you won. He says, not Rocket League, though. Very scary. <laughs> and, and that's oh. what my default would be. Like, please do Rocket League. Uh, oh, and I guess I should give my top five, too, I suppose. And he says his top five are from starting at number five, Sean. Number five is Modern Warfare 2, the campaign. So Call of Duty. Right, I read Four. it from. That's why I just chuckled. That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. The title of this email was, there's only room for one of us in these parts. <laughs> that's pretty good uh number four is stray three is nice. lego star wars uh i guess the saga the complete saga number two teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder nice. revenge man that's a good game god i uh, wish i would have man and number one is god of war ragnarok good game pick on, there and he Not says you. game on boys your mom's box leads the unions to conquest hearts sent from my iphone samsung fridges apple watch that's what I chuckled at. It's his, his 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 iPhone has a Samsung fridge, which has an Apple Watch. That is amazing. Oh, Acid Acid Sugar says it will have to be a speed run challenge from Kingdom Hearts One. Oh, and Nacho has accepted said challenge. It's Draven. What's up? You actually made it to a show that's not over. That's funny. That's an ongoing thing for anybody who's listening. Who's like, who is Draven? He always this <laughs> has been episode 380. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you wanted to get on, you know, in touch with us there, of course, that's how you can do it. Uh, Weekly games chat at gmail.com. Good job, Chris. I have no idea about discord. We think we've been thinking, uh, you know, we don't know what's going on with it. Um, but basically we were mentioned in a, uh, a couple of times, Chris, believe it or not on, uh, how do I say this? Twitch recaps. People that watch Twitch, mm-hmm. and they got selective people they watch, and we're on we're on like a lot of people's watch list. Uh, particularly Affinity for Awesome, which is one of our good friends. Um, his favorite streamer, top four weekly games chat. That's what's up. Uh, and I don't think we were officially mentioned in any kind of direct message. Let me just double check that. Uh, yep, since before the holiday, and I hope everybody kind of had a you know, a nice, nice holiday there. We didn't really get too crazy on the, uh, you know, on the Twitter verse, but it is what it is. We love you. And we love when we get new followers, just like this one. Uh, we got three that we're going to point out at, I am sassy ninja. Thank you for the follow following you back. You're a construction worker by trade gamer by hobby. Huh? Oh, nice. Uh, at Kelly out two, nine, nine, seven, two, eight, zero three. Thank you for the follow following you back. And Elizabeth, I'm sorry, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth, wait, it, her name's Elizabeth, y'all, and it's Elizabeth, 
without the TH, 804-00483. Thank you for the follow. Following you back. If you want to be just like them, of course, we are on Twitter at Weekly Games Chat. Hit that follow button and we will follow you back so you can see all the things that we may or may not send. Uh, I'm going to go over to our Weekly Games Chat Discord now. That's right. That thing is hot on and popping. I'm going to the email section and we're going to we're going to tighten a few things up here. Um, let me move this this way so I can see it a little better. Uh, Yuri, you know Yuri. He sent two emails on Christmas Day. Uh, P.S. Not that long ago, I asked about a site to track your gaming habit. And I settled on this. It's uh, the link is basically www.backlogged with no e.com. Um, and have we tried any from the list that I mentioned or that Yuri mentioned before? I haven't actually. Um, mm. I don't I basically, when I look at video games, Chris, I don't know how you are about this. And we see what we put in it. We either pull up Steam or we pull up our graphics cards on our computers. I, and we kind of look that way. I have started. I did get that one app uh, from Steel Series that is supposed to like track your game library, and nice. it does make me like look at it and think about the billions of dollars that have been spent in Steam sales and how right. they just stare there and be like, "You told us you were going to play us, Chris. You told us you loved us," and I go, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, but, but, that's you know, true. Play Chronicles Three, so I'm going to play that. Bye. <laughs> I want to know where he, this next email on Christmas Day, a few hours later. I watched today 8 bit, 8 bit Christmas. This was a 2021 movie and was wondering what kind of story you would share with your kids from your childhood related to video games. I uh, definitely need to see what this, uh, this movie's about because that looks kind of dope. I think it's got Neil Patrick familiar. Harris in it. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that before. It might be on Hulu. Maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah I can't. Don't quote me. But I, I do think it's on one of the streaming services. Uh, without a doubt, the one I would share with my kid is the one that stands out to me. Uh, so I think I've said it on the show before, but picture a young Sean coming down the hallway, turning the corner, and in front of the Christmas tree, uh, Santa left a red bean bag, boxing glove red, right? That's important. A Nintendo Entertainment System, and propped up next to it, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. That was a Christmas I'll never forget. That was my first system uh, that was mine, and it started this whole journey, and I still to this day have not beat Mike Tyson because he's an animal. Uh, he will destroy you. <laughs> when I was five, I got up and went downstairs with my mother and uh, saw presents wrapped up, and then out of nowhere, the man himself, the legend, the myth, Santa Claus showed up, and he showed me things but he directed me to one particularly large box that might hey i like had. a large box what <laughs> this is a kid's story this is about hopes and dreams you're ruining it, that it. was that was about a big box <laughs> but uh when i tore it open it might have been a nintendo entertainment system with the legend of zelda and uh you know a little game called super mario bros along with uh, Duck Hunt, right? And uh, I, the only thing that would have made it better oh, no. is if my dad had been there with me while I was looking and opening the stuff with Santa. I don't know why he wasn't there, but True. I was just so glad my mom was there with Santa True. as I opened up my presents. That's, that's not a bad... I'm not going to read what Chad asked you. You just... 
Don't want to read that out loud, Chris. <laughs> People are getting banned tonight. Ban hammer. Um, so basically, let's move on. Uh, a couple of days after Christmas, Huck MS uh, said, what are you, uh, the boys in Discord as well, what are your thoughts on New Year's resolutions? Are you going to make one or more this year? Have you ever kept one? Um, I, I thought about that quickly. Uh, Chris, I have never made it. I think I have made New Year's resolutions. I don't remember them because I was probably drunk. Um, I'm not making one this year, and I'm, I don't think I've ever actually kept one. Every year I resolve that I will not kill my co-host. So it's been going good so far. Maybe this nice. is the year I fail. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yuri replied to Huck and said uh, one of the resolutions for Yuri was trying harder to complete more games from the personal library. Still have a bunch I got on PSN sale for PS3. Uh, and now that I got sucked into PS Plus Extra, things got even more challenging. Yeah, I, there's some good stuff out there on PSN for sure. Um, uh, it looks like Huck also wants to try to finish a lot of games. And I, I imagine a lot of us gamers that tends to maybe be a new year's resolution to finally beat X game or beat, you know, do Y thing as far as gaming goes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Punkhead sent an image is a GIF, Chris, of Thanos snapping the Thanos glove, right? The infinity gauntlet. So I guess that was his attempt to say, don't delete emails. Maybe good thing. We got true. emails. Very That's true. Hag himself today during the recording of this show. Yo, I need some thoughts and prayers from the Richards. My family and I are traveling to Argentina to be with my mother-in-law, who is on dialysis for both of her kidneys. I, I, I know that story all too well, Peg. Uh, she has regressed over the last few months and needs an immediate transplant. Uh, there isn't a donor yet available, so that's where the thoughts and prayers come in. I hope everybody else is doing well. You see, John, Argentina, this is so, this is a classic. During that, thoughts and prayers are on your mind. Pivot to this. From Hegg during the same email, you see, John, Argentina is That's better funny. than Odyssey. <laughs> I will say this. My brother had the same deal, uh, needed a kidney. Um, it's, it's very traumatic. I pray, pray, pray that they get a kidney. Uh, this one touches, you know, really close to the heart. Um, and then when, when that happens, not if, but when that happens, I pray that the body accepts it. And that all of the medicine and things kind of work like they're supposed to uh, for the mother-in-law to have, you know, a good long, long life. So, and also safe travels to Argentina. Hopefully they're not still too lit from the World Cup. Um, they're jumping off bridges and stuff. They're crazy down there. For sure. And while we're, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, while we're on the thoughts and prayers, uh, somebody, we have friends, real life friends, Chris and I do. Not going to give any names, but they lost a family member this week. If they listen to this show, they know who they are. I uh, want you to know we think about you. Uh, we love you and thoughts and prayers to you and your family too. For sure. Uh, Punkhead says uh, today, next up, we go to the Americas. AC Con Conquistadors. Oh. Okay. Uh, Punkhead also gave a uh, Spock pray, prayage from Spock if you will, uh, for Haig's email that came in about the travels. Um, Nacho also gave some, some, some thoughts and prayers. Uh, and let's see here. Nacho just put in, this is brand new. 
his top four. Uh, looks like this is amazing. Weekly game chat, remote home life, DJ Haygood, and somebody we don't really know by the name of Ninja. Oh, <laughs> who? So we got the top four with Ninja. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, all all the things, all the things. Well, Chris, I don't know about you, but I think that that's a show. Okay. It's been a while. I got to make sure it's Fair legit. Well. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been... <laughs> that's funny, so fly. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 386, the Game of the Year edition of Weekly Games Chat, the greatest podcast in the world about video games. We appreciate you tuning in. As a matter of fact, wherever you download the show, give us some love so someone like yourself can find us and, and join the family. If you want to, next time, catch us on twitch.tv. Search for Weekly Games Chat and you'll see our ugly faces. Um, if you want to send an email, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Weekly Games Chat. And of course, we have a very vibrant and loving community in the discords. John, wherever you're at, safe travels. And game on to you. Chris, game on, my friend. Love you to death. Uh, game on Sean and game on to John. I hope you return to reclaim your crown. Peace out, everybody. Your mom's box. And if John was here, he'd say... Dog life!